because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No, no, with your host traps love. And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet. Sha na 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 na. My oh my. Go on and kiss the girl. Uh, la 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 la. I don't know the words. Go on and miss the girl. Hello? Hey! Hello there, governor! So, also, my bird won't stop screaming. That sounds so, fun. Yeah, he's been screaming for like three hours straight with this no stopping. <laughs> Did he lay oh, another God. egg? He's got. Uh, no, I just recently threw out his eggs. Like, happily smashed them into the trash. Is that why he's screaming? <laughs> screaming for his babies, maybe. My eggs! <laughs> it's possible. I'm the cause of all his woe. Great. Good for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know. I wanted all the attention. It was bothering me that he loved his eggs more than me. <laughs> you should start. You should start taking a really small straw and blowing out the eggs and wearing them as necklaces. Do you know what's sick? I actually have three of his eggs blown out and on strings on the wall behind his cage. <laughs> 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 Good. Whenever, whenever he's sitting on eggs, I walk past and just whisper, "They're never gonna hatch. They're never gonna love you like I do." <laughs> oh wait, we didn't introduce ourselves. Uh, I'm Ariel Apathetic, and I'm Travis Love. And for the second week in a row, we almost didn't introduce. This is <laughs> I look cuter on the internet too busy trying to figure out all of our technical issues to actually do the podcast so but you know what just talk about ourselves. <laughs> two girls one ghost has been having audio issues too so i don't feel that bad i was literally just thinking that because they were talking about it in the latest episode and i was like ah me too <laughs> yeah. same corinne <laughs> They yeah. did a live uh, live video. Did you see it? No, I heard them talk about it on the episode. And I was like, no. Because I, I listened, I think, a few days after. So I missed it. I did too. And I also missed it. But I just watched it back on the page. Because I was like, I want to see them. And they're both so cute. And they don't look I've like, seen them on their Instagram. Like, I've seen their pictures. But, like, for whatever reason, oh. like, I can't associate, like, the voice coming out of the mouth. And even though, like, I actively saw it happening, I was like, wait, these voices have bodies attached to them? It was fucking weird. Yes. Super creepy. True. Yeah, it's True. really creepy. Yeah, no, because I, I was actually doing that 
today because I was listening to the episode and then I was trying to picture the pictures that they put up and it was kind of weird. And I was like, no. I mean, it's the same kind of thing with voice actors. Yeah, it's no, like yeah. Like the rock like the voiced Maui in Moana and I was like, what? Yeah, right? It is weird. I can never really picture him as those characters he's voicing. Anyway, not important. Let's talk about me. Yeah, let's start. Cool. So, because, like, I haven't talked to you in days and days and days, um, to update you, what's going on? So, the last time that we were recording, I was literally straightening my hair and getting ready for a date. You remember? Of course. Literally started. I was, like, trying to get ready because I'm also really bad at getting ready for dates i literally will just like wait until the last second to pick what i'm gonna wear and then i'm like oh no this isn't working and then i just shuffle out whatever i'm wearing but we can talk about that in a different episode but you know so um that date was the one with the dude who was all go on a date with me and we could talk about it on your podcast so that was a super interesting dating experience um, his name, I don't know if mentioned it, is Connecticut because he has a random tattoo of Connecticut on his no, chest. No, he fucking doesn't. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I was dying because, like, do you remember last, like, this time last year when I was on this, like, rant of hatred against Connecticut? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just telling everybody how, like, you know, I was having nightmares of being Connecticut, and then that guy, um, like, a year ago was, like, he used to joke around, he was going to get, um, the Spotify guy, he used to joke that he was going to get, like, a big tattoo of Connecticut on his chest. Oh, it was like, oh my god. So, <laughs> such a funny joke, because who would get a giant tattoo of Connecticut on their chest? Who loves Connecticut that much? It's the worst state. That's like that's like getting a tattoo of Alabama. No, it's like I don't know. It's like getting a fucking tattoo of a bag of flour on you. can't even believe that you even thought that I would ever want to go on a date with him because I don't 
I know you're listening to this in post, Kinetic Chest, and Ariel was adamant. She was like, this person's your type. You should definitely go on a date with him. And I already didn't like you, but now I like you even less. So... That would happen. Don't listen. Anyway. <laughs> so. No, no. Okay. Now I've lost my, I've totally lost my train of thought the second I started talking. Anyway. So. <laughs> sorry. I just can't stop laughing about the kinetic chest. <laughs> like. I want to know. Like. I want to look up a full magazine of people who have their states tattooed on their bodies. And I want them to explain. But, That's the next Instagram anyway. post when we put the episode up. It's just random people with t- tattoos of states. Oh my god. I just laughed so much that I like, rubbed... I look like fucking Batman right now. So I rubbed eyeliner completely all over my face. Good. Anyway. So yeah. Um, met up with him. And I couldn't tell how it was going to go at first. Because he was texting me like earlier in the day. Like do you still want to go out? Do you still want to do this? And it's like kind of hard to get people's tones over a text message when you've never met them. So to me, I was like, what is this dude's problem? Like, I literally was just like, why the fuck is he, ch-? like, if you don't want to go on the date, just say you don't want to go on the date, you know? Like, yes. it's so nerve wracking when people are like, do you, do you want to, do you still want to do this? Do you still want to go out? Are we still doing this? Cause I'm like, Ah, I'll just I'll just tell you if we're not going out. You're making it seem like you're looking for an excuse to get out of the date, you know? So it was like awkward and then I was like, Oh my god, what what's the deal with this? And then I told him like the time and he was just like, I don't care when we meet and I was like, Okay, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? So then when I met him he was actually really nice and I was just reading the text messages in a different tone of voice. Of so course. I was like, Okay. Yeah, because I'm like, Oh, I didn't ever meet him, so I didn't know what he meant. But I was like, all right. He's actually really cool. Um, we hit it off pretty well. We went to, like, a bar that's basically, like, right next door to me. And it was really cool. Like, we were talking, and it was, like, a nice flow. Like, there was not, there wasn't really any, I don't think there were any lulls in conversation, honestly. And then, like, when he went to the bathroom, the bartender ran over, and immediately, first of all, she's like, so you have a podcast? <laughs> Because I'm talking with the podcast all the time. Um, also, I'm pretty sure all the bartenders in New York are going to be my listeners because I keep giving this podcast name to bartenders. But good. she ran over because um, she ran over to ask for the podcast and just to say that it seemed like we had good chemistry, which I thought was sweet. But it was interesting too because like he does listen to this podcast where I've given a lot of information about myself and not the type of stuff that you would bring up necessarily with a date right away. So, he already knew things. <laughs> so, that was that was very interesting. We were, like, walking out and I would say something. Oh, like, um, for example, I was only going to order one drink. And then he was like, well, why are you only getting one? And I was like, because they cost money. And he was like, I'm paying. I listened to episode two. And I was like, sweet, this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I know how things go. He's like, I assumed. I listened to the podcast. I was like, oh, man, this is amazing. Everybody should just listen to the podcast. So um, it was just very interesting. And, like, there was one part we were walking, and I, like, pointed at the dentist apartment. I'm like, oh, well, that's where the dentist lives from the episode. <laughs> um, so we ended up, like, hanging out at the bar, and then we left, and then we 
we took like a little walk and then we um went back well you know this but we went back to his apartment because i facetimed you on the date <laughs> which makes the second time that i facetimed travis on a date everyone yes we so, do that a lot the first the first time I called, uh, I called them from a bar and pretended that we were on the date instead of my actual date. God, that was so, so that, good. You remember that? I was like, anyway, I told Travis that I would call them if this was boring, so I'm going to call them now. And then I called, <laughs> and we just like... And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he was not to fake it. Probably why we never went out again. <laughs> probably. If I had to guess a reason. You what? I said, if I had to guess a reason. Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> true. So, anyway, um, Matt's apartment did not get murdered, and um, he made us tea, and then we took, like, a nice long walk, and it was actually really nice. And then we smooched at the end of the day. Oh. So, I know. <laughs> you never smooch. But, yeah. I know, right? So, like, I am so rude, too. I literally, like, the odds of me actually kissing my dates, like, the first date, it's not, not high. So fucking rare. I can, like, count it on my hands. So, that was nice. Um, and... I'm seeing him Tuesday, which is tomorrow at the time that we are filming this. But it will have been, yeah. it'll have like been yesterday by the time people listen. Ooh, future. Yeah. I feel like there's more that I want to this because, but I keep getting distracted in my train of thought, so let's come back. It's whatever. Anyway, that was nice. It went well. But yeah. Good. How about you? You went on a date recently, right? Yeah, actually, I'll talk about them real fast. Um... I, okay, so, uh, it snowed again, it was a really awful snow, um, and then because of that, my chili cook-off that I was supposed to be in, I don't know that I talked about this, did I? I might have. Anyway, I'll just do a, I'll do a brief overview in case I did, um, in case I did not, I mean, um, I met up with T-Guy for the second time, and he came over, and my cousin was hanging out with us, because it was the first time I'd hung out with my cousin in, like, five years, basically, because- on tinder what do you remember when i matched with your cousin on tinder i don't think it was this cousin do you remember that though i don't no because it was like this this guy kept sending me messages on tinder and i was like oh look how irritating this person is and i was telling you they were so annoying and i showed you and you were like that's my cousin who was that (laughs) i don't remember that he wouldn't stop sending me messages after we met and he was just like kept sending me all these messages and I was like this is the most annoying fucking person (laughs) (laughs) um well this wasn't him this was my cousin Lydia okay well then no it wasn't Lydia um Lydia's great and we Okay, so just very funny fact, because I know that her mom's not listening to this, is that her mom, I love her mom, she's great, but she became super 
like super religious and then was like oh you can't hang out with travis travis is the black sheep they'll corrupt you and so um that's why on that saturday lydia and i hung out from literally nine in the morning until four in the morning the next day because i was like i'll probably not see you for a while but we hung out and t guy came over um and we uh we hung out because the chili cook-off got canceled and we all just went for a walk through the graveyard and Lydia took some really cute pictures of me and T-Guy and they're really cute and um because there was so many like all of the pictures on his tinder were awful and I hadn't shown him to Ariel yet because I was like listen all of his pictures are bad sorry if you're listening but I actually actively told him to stop listening to the podcast because I didn't want him to know this much about me um so anyway um there was just the whole thing of hold on there was just the whole thing of like it was really cute it was a really nice date we held hands a lot we just kind of like chatted about everything we chatted with lydia she didn't feel like a third wheel because she was like i really like this and um then at the end of the day we smooched and then i backed away and then he walked up to me and we smooched again and it was so cute mm-hmm. anyway um i saw him for a third time on the 8th because it was his birthday and i was like what are you doing for your birthday and he was like nothing tutoring because he tutors and um so i was like nope you're gonna see me so i took him out and we went to a diner and i bought him cake and we had a very Mm -hmm. nice time and he got carrot cake and i was like happy birthday i'm not gonna call them over here to sing to you and he was like thank you and i was like you're welcome i knew you wouldn't like that and um Whereas I would love that. Um, And then we went back to the car and we were just chatting about things. And he still hasn't heard me actually perform any of my songs. So I performed just the chorus of Dragging Me Down, which is the wish I were dead. Oh, I wish I were dead. Because I was like, you need to like at least have a basis, a basic grasp on what I do. Like, I don't care if you like my music or not. It doesn't affect me. But I want you to understand what I do because I talk about my music a lot. And I've been getting more and more known for it by people, especially in my own community. And so, you know, I'm going to talk to you about it because we talk a lot. So I want you to know, like, at least what it sounds like or what I do. So he was like, wow, I did not expect that. And I was like, good. Um, But then we smooched for like five minutes and then we cuddled and it was really nice. But like just in his car. And then this I had to one up him since he came up to me and smooched me on the second date so I was like good night because I had my music therapy test the next morning and so I walked all the way to my car I put all of my stuff down and then I walked all the way back because I was at my aunt's so it was this long driveway and then I walked all the way back and he hadn't left yet so he opened his window and I leaned in and I made out with him hardcore for like two minutes because I was like I have to one up him and um but he's moving to Florida he finally got a job doing engineering because you know I I prefer when people follow their dreams rather than give up on their dreams to be with somebody because that's stupid. And um, his dreams are taking him to be an engineer in Florida working on the oil crisis in the Gulf of Mexico and helping out all of the poor animals that are suffering down there. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, if he does move to Tampa and if he does like it and if we stay in contact, I can always go down to Tampa and visit him. So that's nice, too. And the other thing to catch up on is that uh, 
Um, so I took a, uh, I just real quick, I took my music therapy test for my license in music therapy. And that's when I texted you that I was fucking up my life because it was legitimately the hardest test I've ever taken. And I failed it by six questions, but I got 89 out of 130, right? Which is really good. And you only need 95 to get your license. So, um, it's not a one and done sort of thing. I can take it again. So I'm taking it again next month. It just sucks that I didn't pass it the first time. But then a bunch of music therapy people that I know were like, I had to take the test twice. I had to take the test six times. You know, it's, it's a thing. So I'm, I'm expecting to take it again now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah, it's not. It's expensive, but I can take it as many times as I want, as long as I put a month between every time that I take it. So sometime in April, um, and also, I went out on uh, that breakfast date with the claw machine guy. Did I talk about that? Yes, I want to hear what happened with that. So we went out to breakfast, and the place that we went to was being powered by a generator. And I was 15 minutes late, so he was like, I wasn't going to wait for you. So he had already ordered food. So his food came while I was ordering my food. And then so I watched him eat, and then he watched me eat. And I got like... I got like this fancy breakfast because I was like, oh, I love this place. It's it's this it's but there's a water wheel. It's really gorgeous. And I got a chai latte, which was delicious. And I got this like fancy meal that ended up costing me like eighteen dollars. And meanwhile, he was like, I'll have bacon and eggs. So that's what he got. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I could have just gotten like a breakfast sandwich. I thought I had to be fancy here. Um, but he was really cool. We talked a lot about just like he's very much more down to earth than I thought. He was like, listen, I was super depressed for like two years because of all of this drama with, um, very similar to like the me and the ex fiance thing, except they weren't together, but it was just like this pining romance, sort of like obsession. And then he went through very similarly to what I went through, just like finding yourself and realizing your own self-worth and like developing your own, like loving yourself skills and so I was like, oh, you know, I just I just got out of an engagement and et cetera. And I was telling him about that. And I was like, so I'm not really looking for, for anything. And he was like, well, I'm not really either because it's just one of those things where he lives in Jersey and works in Long Island and comes up to this area occasionally. But it's just not one of those things where it was it would like actively constantly work out. But. It is nice because we're going to be friends and we're going to like chat a lot and hang out because we're, we both really like each other's company. And, um, something that happened was he called me, which was weird while I was on my way to the music therapy exam. And he was like, Hey, do you want to go see Shrek the musical with me this weekend? And then, um, get dinner and maybe go to the arcade. And I was like, yes, absolutely. So that's my plans with him this weekend. Nice. So that's going to be fun. And, um... Wait, are you seeing Shrek the Musical in the City? No, we're seeing it, uh, the... <clears throat> um, high school is doing it. So oh. it's going to be even better because it's high schoolers. Oh, man. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of jealous of that. Yeah, it's going to be a really good date. Um, So it'll be nice. I guess it wasn't a date, like, because, I mean, he doesn't listen to the podcast, though I told him about it. Um, But he didn't pay, and neither did I. We paid for ourselves, so it wasn't technically a date. Oh, yeah. But. Not really. But it's not really my thing. 
But it was a nice hangout, yeah. and he'll probably pay for the tickets for the musical because he asked me to go, so that'll be nice. Yeah. Nice. And, um... Cool. So, there's more, but we'll talk about it next time because we have to move into the topic. Yes, but I need to segue into the topic with the conclusion of the puppy guy. (gasps) Right. Oh, my God. Yes. Tell me. So, all right. So, the last time I, I talked about him, did I mention the second date or just the first date? I think I talked about the second date. You talked, yes, you did. You talked about. I I said I was going to go on a second date. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So the last time we recorded, I had seen the puppy dude. I had met him on Saturday, gone out with him on Monday. I was seeing him the second time on Saturday because I went out with Kinetic Chess on Friday. And then I saw him a third time on Wednesday after the snowstorm. So, um,. So just a, a quick recap on the second time. It wasn't really anything interesting. We went to the movies. No, wait, I did talk about this. No, no, never mind. You talked um, to me about this. You didn't talk on the podcast about it. I said what we were going to do. Yeah. So, so anyway, we went to the movies, um, and that was, that was cool. We saw Black Panther, whatever, um, which was amazing. If anyone hasn't seen it, it's amazing. But we, we saw Black Panther, and then we left. We went to Taco Bell, and then we went out to the bar. So it was just whatever. Nothing really of note happened. Was, was Taco Bell was good? Fine. Yes, Taco Bell's always good. Good. <laughs> I actually managed to eat a full Crunchwrap without being messy, and I was wow. so proud. I know. It was crazy. I was, like, so proud. I bragged about it later to a bartender. <laughs> Days later, like literally, I went out with Tommy on the other night and I told my bartender that I ate a crunch <laughs> And she was like, What? Oh my, she was like, That's so impressive. And I was like, I know. Amazing. I don't know how that would have naturally come up in conversation, so I'm pretty sure I just started telling her about it. So, <laughs> anyway, so. That was whatever. So then after the snowstorm, like, he'd been talking about, like, snow days and blah, blah, blah. I was like, sure, I'm going to get off work early. You can you can come over and drink coke out with me. Now, I had just worked eight hours, all right? I had just worked eight hours in the fucking snowstorm, and it wasn't super busy, but it was hectic. So I got home at, like, 8.15 or whatever, and I was tired, all right? Like, he was going to come over and drink cocoa and watch some Hulu. All right? Yeah. But you had he planned that already. What? You had yeah. planned that already. Yeah, like, basically, just, like, come over, blah, blah, blah. So, the issue is, like, the reason why he's puppy, guys, because he's, like, a fucking puppy, you know? Like, he's so eager and just basically doing what I what I say and I'm like, all right, you know. I thought you liked so, that. You like subby men. No, no, no. See, there's there's a difference. Um if you're like God no. It it's different. It's like I mean it's the same problem as like the dentist thing. It's like we're not dating. Calm down. You know, stop being so I don't know, like it's too much. Like it's like 
I like you, I like you, I like you. And I'm like, back the fuck off a little bit. Like, we just met. Calm down. So, and then it's also just like, I like you to do what I say, but like with some fucking self-respect, you know? Yes. So, the thing was, so basically what happened was, he came over, um... I'm I'm tired, but I'm like yeah, whatever. We had I had, we had the cocoa. I offered him food because I made so much food the other night, like so much food that I was literally just trying to feed it to everyone. So I was like, do you want some? And he was like, no. And I was like, whatever. But then he was so eager for me to be mean to him, like me being rude or whatever. From like what you know, I talked about on here, like the first date and me, like the rude things that I say to people, but it's like organic observations. I'm just saying them in the moment. Yes. I'm not being me. You're not I'm being mean, you're just being yourself. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I'm not, you know, so that's the thing. It's like, I'm saying stuff and it's just like how I feel. I don't know. It's just organic. So every fucking thing that I said to him, he basically was waiting for me to be mean. And, like, he would say something, and then he'd look at me like, yeah? And I'd be like, what? And he's like, what? What? Like, really eager. And I'm like, I don't know why you're saying what to me. I didn't say anything. And he's like, yeah, but you want to. And, like, he's literally trying to get me to insult him. Like, he's so obsessed with me being insulting that he would not stop trying to get me to insult him. Weird. So I'm sitting there, we're drinking cocoa, we're watching Invaders, because it's on Hulu. So we're watching Invaders in and eating chips, and every fucking two seconds, he's trying to get me to be, basically, like, I felt like he was trying to make me be careful. I'm like, yes, I'm loud, and I can be, like, rude, but, like, you know, not, like, purposely, like, rude, but I, I am who I am, but I'm not a 2D character who's just going to perform for you, so... It was pissing me off because so I'm fucking tired. Can we sit and chill and like hang out? Like, why do you have to be so fucking energetic and irritating? And then he was just like trying so hard. Like everything, I mean, everything I did was amazing or like funny or sexy. Ugh. Every like I keep like, I'm gonna eat two more chips. And he'd be like, God, it's so hot. And I'm like, Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm gonna put some salsa on you. You like, I'm like, calm the fuck down. Everything I said was so hot. And every, oh my God. So he was just, he was just getting the fuck on my nerves. He was so into it. And then he showed me, because like the last time I saw him, I called him a fucking nerd like 15 times, like at minimum. And he's like, nerd. Because he just considered such nerdy things. So he showed me... A tattoo he got of the words, I'm a fucking nerd. No, God, right? No, he was in, like, a group chat with, like, his best friends, and he he had called one of them a nerd, and his friend was like, oh, so we quote Nariel now? And I was like, oh, my God, he's been telling his best friends all about the day. And I'm like, okay... People do that. I'm obviously doing that right now, telling you and other people, strangers, you know, about my deeds. But it's different because he just, like, I don't know. I felt he thought that it was, like, more than it was. And we'd only hung out, like, a few times. And I'm like, stop telling all your friends everything. Like, I feel like he was telling them, like, she's got a girlfriend. And, like, 
I tell people about my dates too, but you don't tell your date that you've been telling everyone about them, you know? Yeah, it's I mean, awkward. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, I mean, you can feel it the situation, but I don't know. So he basically, I felt like it was similar to the dentist thing, where it was like, calm down, we're not anything, you're jumping out of yourself. So I basically kind of kicked him out pretty early, and then I was like, I have to go to bed, and I kicked him out. And I have no plans on seeing him again. Cause I'm like, but I gave it a chance. I gave it three dates, and he was super fucking irritating by three dates. So, yeah. Wow. But you, you get what I mean, though, right? It's like when you have kind of like a, a big personality, people expect you to be that big personality 24-7. And it's like, no, like people are people. And, like, just because you like that one aspect, does it, like, if it's not on right now, it's not on right now. I'm not going to perform for you, you know? Yeah, like, I get that. Being it was so, and, oh, and at one point, like, he wouldn't stop talking or something, so I, like, took his own hands and I put them over his mouth, and then I went back to what I was doing. When I turned back around, they were still over his mouth. Ew. He just left them there. I know. And I was like, yeah, you're just going to leave that there? You're not going to move him? And he was like, uh-huh, yeah. It was funny for a minute. And I'm like, uh-huh. Like, it was too much. It was like, I don't know. It was too much power. So, <laughs> leaving that one not happening. But that's a good segue into the topic of this, which is please don't hit on me. And it's about the different ways that people hit on us, and when is it too much, and how should you hit on people? Good segue. So I want to start into the actual topic. Do you want me to? So, here we go. So, please don't hit on me. It's all about how people hit on us when we don't want them to, or just bad ways that people hit on us. So, I really love hitting on people but there's also a time and a place that you should be doing it and there's also a way that you should be doing it so when i flirt with people there's definitely the intention of me making them feel good but not necessarily them needing my validation because i want them to already feel good about themselves so i'm very careful with the words that i choose so i'll just compliment something about someone like wow i really like that jacket or i really like that color on you or i really like your hair you know i'll do that kind of stuff and then if i think that the person is more um you know accepting of compliments i'll be like wow you are a really handsome person you're a really attractive person um but it definitely is like a time and a place sort of thing like i'll usually only compliment people while i'm working and i won't make it overtly weird or sexual because i'm not that type of person and i don't want it to be weird for them on the receiving end i just i think compliments should be a thing that's like wow thank you i know that you didn't actively have to say that to me but it makes me feel good to know that somebody else thinks that way because that's how I think about myself, but not necessarily I live and thrive off of you complimenting me. Um, so mm -hmm. here's a really good example. So, um, because here's an example of me doing it in the wrong time and place within the confines of work because I mess up too. I went out 
for drinks. I went to an open mic on Saturday. I was I was working the open mic. It was at the cafe that I work at, and I performed. And that was when I took my break. I went and I performed, and I literally blew the house down. Like people were like in awe of my performance, and that made me feel incredible. By the way. Uh, it was an incredible performance, and I did two songs, and both of them were recent songs that were written, and um, the uh, so I was feeling really good, I was feeling really high about it, and then um, after the open mic ended, and a lot of people took my contact information and looked me up online after I got like interviewed for the paper, um, I went to the bar, and actually a lot of people went to the bar. There's a local bar nearby the cafe, so we pretty much all just walked over there, and my one co-worker, for specific reasons, didn't really want to be at the bar, but me and our mutual friend, um, I, um, I won't say his name just because it's the con the context of the situation, so me and our mutual friend, a regular customer at the cafe, all went over to the bar together, and it was one of those things where we were all hanging out during the open mic, and it's pretty clear that he kind of has a little bit of a crush on my coworker, and that's fine, and he's also probably straight, which is fine, but I like hitting on him because I think that he's beautiful, and so far... Up until that point, he'd been really okay with it, which is good, and I think that he still is, but in the context of this situation, I did this thing where I was like, oh, are we all going out after this? And um, my coworker was like, well, yeah, I mean, we could all go to the bar. I'm just nervous to go there because of some drama. And the uh, the mutual friend, the, the, the regular customer was like, no, no, we can all go together. And I was like, yeah, we'll all go as a thruple. And so... Um, which is a three-person couple. And so I kept making thruple-related jokes through the open mic. You know, they both really, they were both laughing at it. I, I, you know, it wasn't anything weird. It was very, it seemed very natural. Everyone thought it was funny. And then we got to the bar, and I bought the guy, I bought him a beer, but uh, my coworker had given me money, so I used her money to buy her wine, just because I figured that that's what she wanted me to do, because she gave me money. But he didn't give me money, and I was just like, do you want something? And he said, yeah, I'll have a beer. So I got him a beer, and I got myself a white Russian. So, um, because I hadn't had one in a long time. They're so good. Um, so I drank my white Russian, and I sipped maybe like a quarter of glass of wine because she wasn't gonna finish it and I was feeling really good because I was already feeling good I was feeling pretty high from some espresso during work I was off the high of having a really good performance and I was there with these two people that I was really enjoying having a good time with at the bar all it was a good vibes in the bar but then I was like I wondered if I was taking it a step too far with hitting on the guy and I only say that because I didn't say anything weird but you know, having bought him the beer, I don't know if that made him uncomfortable or, like, emascul like demasculated him. And I don't know if um, it felt like he then owed me something because I didn't feel that way at all. But I don't know if on his end it felt that way. But um, he drank the beer and I drank my drink and I, I drank part of wine and I was feeling kind of tipsy because I'm a lightweight <clears throat> and I'm also an empath. So if there's a lot of drunk people around me. I seem to get a lot more drunk. Um, I feel that way anyway. So that's why I don't need a lot to get drunk myself. Um, so anyway, I just kept looking at him. And that's when I realized that like I was 
objectifying him by looking at him but not in like a weird way where like he was noticing me doing it but I was actively noticing it within myself I was catching myself I didn't actively do anything wrong I was just catching myself before I could act on doing something wrong so like I stared at him and I was like wow he's really hot and then I was like but he's not interested in me and I know that so why why am I having these thoughts like I'm going to go up and hit on him or that I think that I should want to make out with him or that that should be a thing that happens? Because I knew going into this and even making jokes about being a thruple that that wasn't going to happen. So it was more like me catching myself before I did anything. But at one point he was like, I want to go home. And we were all like, okay, we'll all leave too because it was a quote unquote thruple date. So we went outside and... uh I was like, I'll drive you to your car, and I said, okay. I was feeling pretty drunk, so we actually ended up listening to music for a while and talking, and it was nice. It was a nice time, and I played her some more of my my original stuff because I had my guitar with me still, but after he left, I was talking to her about it, and I was like, did I actively do anything wrong? And she was like, I don't think so, but he did seem weird at the end, and I was like, yeah, but I'm wondering if that was because of me. But um, apparently he texted her that he had some other stuff going on in his life and that he shouldn't be letting it affect him going out with friends. But it did. And I don't know if that's true or not. I did read the text and that was the actual text. But um, I don't know if that's true or not. But it did make me feel better. And I've only seen him once since then. And it seemed pretty normal, like normal conversation, like just you know, me picking on him, casual flirting, but it didn't feel like weird. But it was just one of those things where like, oh, okay, I'm catching myself because I'm not in the context of being at work. And I'm drunk ish. So my inhibitions are lowered. So I would actively make this mistake to go too far if I don't take care of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, I mean, that's a long-winded story for something that didn't actively happen, but it's definitely the case that I can make mistakes too, and I am glad that I didn't make a mistake of, like, making him feel uncomfortable of coming to the cafe or something like that, but I definitely mm. need to watch myself around him moving forward because I don't want there to be that kind of drama, especially if it's me that had caused it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. So... And that's the whole story. It's not much. Um, I have to tell the story that you know because you brought it up. The deli guy story. Yeah, you have because to. Oh, God. Okay. So, listeners, uh, years ago, how long ago was that? I don't know. Like five years ago. Seven years, years ago. ago. <laughs> I was born in this deli. Um, <laughs> I I worked at a deli, like, in the middle of the woods for, like, two weeks before I just kind of disappeared away from that job. But I worked there for, like, two weeks. It was such a long two weeks. Oh, God, it was. It was, like, the most drama-filled job, and it was a deli in the middle of the woods. Like, people, they were fighting in in the parking lots, the prices changed, just. They were just arbitrary prices. It was crazy. So anyway, one day I'm working. And now, keep in mind also, it's not really pertinent to the story, but I just feel like it paints it, that all of our clothes are disgusting and covered in bleach. So I'm standing there looking really gross because, like, we have to wash with bleach Mm -hmm. all the time that, like, we were just told not to wear anything nice. So standing there disgusting and covered in bleach, hanging out, and this guy comes in with his son, 
Yeah. And he walks in. He walks in, and the kid starts being annoying, you know, being a kid and like messing with stuff. And the guy starts. He looks at me. He's like, "Oh, hey!" And I'm like, "All right, you know, all right, do, do you think? Do you think? Whatever." And so he's like walking around with this kid. And then he's, like, staring at me, and he's, like, trying to hit on me, basically, but his kid keeps knocking things over or doing stuff, so he's trying to talk to me, and I'm just kind of ignoring him, and I check him out. So, he takes his he takes his son, and now, we have, like, a long parking lot, and then there was, like, all this glass you could see completely out of, out of the deli. Um, he drags his kid out of the deli, drags him so far away to his car. The entire time, somehow, while he's dragging this kid, he's staring at me. He's just watching me. He puts his kid into the car while he's staring at me. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how he managed to maintain eye contact through the entire parking <laughs> It was ridiculous. So, he drives away, and I'm like, man... That was weird. I can't remember all the stuff that he that he had been like trying to say to me, but I was like weird. So a few minutes go by. He comes back without his kid. Where the kid so he go? basically dragged his kid out of the deli, threw him somewhere, just dropped him off somewhere, and then came back. And I'm like, oh my god, what is what does he want? So he comes over and he picks up a newspaper right next to the counter and he just opens it up like he's reading. So I look at him and I'm like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? And he goes, oh, I'm just standing here and looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> like he dramatically closes the newspaper because it's obviously just a prop and he just goes, girl, you're beautiful. You could be a supermodel. You could be a supermodel. And then he looks me up and down and goes, well, and I slam my hand. I'm like, get out. I was like, get the fuck out. I was like, you do not come into my job and insult me and compliment me in the same breath. I go, fuck out. I can't believe that. He's like, no, I'm just trying to, I was like, get the fuck out. Yes. And I, I kicked him out of the deli that had only been working out in a few jobs for a few days. I kicked him out. I was like, don't come in here with that Megan bullshit. You know? I was so mad. Groovy supermodel. Well. Well. I'm so mad. <laughs> well. Oh, I was like, oh my god, it was so dramatic. I was like fully expecting him to come back after that. Like, keep driving back into my fucking valley. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Never a good idea, also, to just come in on unresponsive people after jobs. It's just so creepy. Yeah. Like, there's. <clears throat> well, like, like with, uh. Well, like with the story I just told, there's a time. There's a way that you can compliment people but you don't just be like oh you could be a supermodel well but there's also like because it, it, it's come up before like i specifically say like unresponsive people because you know, work, you're trapped 
you're literally stuck there. And it's like, you're at work. So, you know, not me at the deli. I was just straight up rude to him right off the bat. But if you're in another place, you're supposed to be being polite. So you can't come in and, like, hitting on people who are being nice to you because that's their... But, like, you're trapped. Like, we can't just usually just walk away. So, but I also do think that it's okay to... Like, there's ways to hit on people that's not going to make them feel uncomfortable. Because it's definitely happened where, like, I've had jobs and someone, like, really keeps and talking to me. And I'm like, damn, you know, I'm at work. I can't hit on them because I'm at work, you know? Yeah. Um, but I wish that they would hit on me. But I'm at work. So this, you know, it's not going to happen. But in times like that, because... Um, I've had people do this before where they, like, give me their phone number. And it's, like, that, I think, an okay way to hit on somebody when they're working. Because it's not something that you really want to do. So, like, you shouldn't just walk around giving your phone number to people or being awkward like that. Yes. But, like, if you feel like they're not being, like, friendly, you're not a completely deluded person. And you feel like there might actually be some sort of you know, connection or whatever, you're just interested. If you just, like, casually give your phone number to someone, it's different because you're not standing there basically demanding an answer and you're not keeping them trapped. You literally just give them your phone number on a piece of paper and leave because now the ball's in their court. So it's like if somebody gave me their number and I never want to call them or text them, then I don't have to. Yes. I'm not going to feel uncomfortable. But then if I was like, oh, man, they really work you, then I can call and text you. You just have to not about if I don't text you, basically. So I I think that's cool because it is kind of that awkward thing when somebody's working and you're like, ah, they're really attractive. I don't know what to do. But I feel like, like you said, there are ways that's not being creepy, but you also have to, in general, not be a creepy piece of shit, you know? Yes. But I remember I I work at a salon part-time, and one of the girls that used to work there, she doesn't work there anymore, she worked at the front desk with me. And it's like, it's a nice salon that I work at. It's not like the fanciest salon in the world, but it's still a nice salon. Like, we'll come in and spend like, dollars there. It's, you know, it's ridiculous. So I remember one time, like, one of the girls who worked there, she... Oh, God. She started hitting on the clients for me. Like, if what? she thought that I was like, yes. Oh, my God. It was horrible. So, like, if she thought that I was, like, checking out a guy, she would literally, like, grab a piece of paper and be like, oh, you looking at my girl? She's single. And it was so fucking awkward because, like, a bunch of, you know, guys are like, oh, I'm married or I have a girlfriend. And I'm like, stop fucking doing that. They're not in here to get fucking you know her stop it and then i had to be like i'm sorry ignore her and there was at least one of those guys that actually was adorable but i still had to jump in and be like no leave him alone leave him alone and i was like oh my god this is so fucking weird so yeah that was like super fucking awkward because it's like she was making the class come there like every few weeks they have like basically standing appointments and she's making them feel uncomfortable because she's being like, give her your number. And I'm like, no, 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 stop it. So that was, that was an entire awkward day where I had to be like, you need to, you need to be more professional. But, yeah. Huh. So awkward. That's super weird. But, yeah. Right? Oh, God. 
she was she wasn't around. Yeah. So one of the things, because when we wrote this episode topic down, it was prompted by Tinder and Tinder intro conversations and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you can start because I just talked a lot about that. Um, so, yeah, actually, it's like dating websites because, you know, this is I Look Cuter on the Internet, so we have to talk about online dating. Um dating websites are so interesting because each of them is so different like there's an old guy on grinder and this isn't an ageist thing this is just like in you're using the wrong you're using the wrong uh phrase to hit on me because one i don't really respond to i want to fuck you anyway or like you're super sexy stuff like that doesn't really fly with me because i don't care about sex at all and even if i did if somebody hot is saying i want to fuck you it actually usually turns me off because i'm like okay well i'm not interested then um but there was this old guy on Grinder, and he has to be older than my parents, and that's already a no. Because, like I said, not really an age thing, but also I do have a limit, and my limit is 13 years. Because if you're old enough to have been my father, then I'm not going to have sex with you. Um, And so this guy who's older than my parents, who are both 60, always, anytime that I get Grinder again until I block him, um, and I always block him, uh, he always messages me, wow, you're so super sexy. And it's like, he's so unattractive. And the way that he's messaging me is really not okay. And like, I know that one, he's old. So he's said in his ways, but two, even if I call them out on it, it would just be an excuse to answer him. And he doesn't deserve an answer. Um, and I think that that's a lot of like, a lot of guys with bad opening messages and the nice thing about tinder is that you can't send dick pics on grinder you can so that i mean i got rid of grinder i think it's disgusting but um the uh the nice thing about tinder is that you can't send pictures so you can't send dick pics as the first message but you can still be really gross and you can just be like hey wanna fuck and it's like, I'm glad you're being so forward about it, but I'm also not interested because you're being so forward about it. But I'd rather you be forward about it so that I can tell you I can voice my disinterest rather than do something like has happened to both of us before where, but especially to Ariel, and you know, you talked about it a couple episodes ago where you date a guy and then you find out that like it wasn't about actually dating you. It was about the chase. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's so, that's even worse. That's even more gross than just being oh, honest about it. So, like, I'd rather you be honest and then get turned down than to pretend to be super interested in me just to, like, get something out of it. And then once you've gotten that thing, you just drop me as a person. Because that's, like, you're a, you're not even a human being to me at that point. But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's just like first messages are so it important yeah it pisses me off too because it's like after i have a good conversation with you on tinder that's not gonna for me to fuck you if i wasn't already you know i'm not on here to fuck people then i'm not on here to fuck people so if all you want to do is fuck don't bother having a good conversation with me yeah just be so you know like i hate that like Versus, like, you talk to somebody for, like, a few days or, like, you know, because I don't meet people, like, the first day that we match. I, I'm i like, no, like, I'm into that. So it's like, 
if I talk to you for like a few days, everything's good, and then all of a sudden it's just like, it's knowing you want to come warm me up. I'm like, ew, what the fuck? Like, we're having conversations. And it pisses me off, too, because it's like my conversations are not fucking sexual. Like, I'm going to be talking about, like, you know, whatever. Like, like, I had one guy who I was talking to for a few days, and we had each other on Facebook, and we were talking about video games. Like, we were literally talking about different RPGs you like and, like, all the different video game stuff. And then I told him I hadn't played a game, and he was like, well, I'm going to have to punish you. And I was like, uh... I was like, what? And he was like, hey, hey, hey. And I was, I literally, I was just like, what about any of this conversation that we've had made you think that was okay? And he was like, it's just a joke. Like, no, no, no. I want you to scroll back up and reread this conversation and tell me what part of this conversation made you think that I wanted to fuck you. What about this? And, like, guys, like, they always get so fucked up. And it's always like, hey, well, you're a prude. And it's so, it, it's especially funny to me when people say that. Because I'm like, you clearly don't fucking know who I am. You know? Like, um, you clearly, you don't know anything about me. So it's like, they instantly are like, well, you're a prude. And it's like, no, you're just a fucking weirdo who doesn't know how to talk to people. You know? But it pisses me off more than anything when you're, like, talking to somebody. So I would always 100% let people just be up front. I do because, like, I, I didn't really talk about it on here, but I mentioned way back on Valentine's Day I had a date. But, like, the thing with that date was the whole conversation with him started like this. Like, he, he messaged me, and he was like, um, you know, I like your hair, and then... Just so you know, I don't think we're looking for the same thing. Because my bios is no hookups. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you for telling me that. So I never meet you. Like, whoa, why? And I was like, because I'm not going to waste time going on a date with you and having a nice time and then finding out you just want to fuck me. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant. I just mean I'm not looking for a relationship. And it turned into this entire conversation, which was essentially what we're talking about right now. And then it ended up with him buying me drinks on Valentine's Day. But nice. it was going out with the whole, like, we're looking, like, you're, we're not trying to date each other and we're not trying to fuck. So it's date, but, like, not with, like, intention, really. Because it's like, you know, he was, I'm not looking for a relationship. And I'm like, I'm never, you know, actively looking for a relationship with anyone. I think that's weird. You know, going out of your way to be like, well, I'm looking for a bar right now. It's like, no. Like, but, yeah. So, but it all started with that entire conversation. So we went out once, and it was nice, and we never hung out again. But, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you you be up front and talk about those things. What the hell? What does this just do? But, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's always feet open with how you feel about that. Cool. So, um, we just have to, we're just about done with the episode. So, do you have anything else that you want to say? Wait, did we got everything already? Yeah. Okay. Well, since we're not doing race obsessions, can I just say it's not an obsession thing? But I went to an awesome party on Saturday night. Did I tell you about that? Um. The one that you were working or a different one? The one I was working. 
No, you didn't tell me anything yeah. about it. My God. So it was basically like a hippie sex party. <laughs> like, it wasn't like people having sex, but it was like BDM type. So, like, people were getting bondage and stuff like that and being like dangled from the ceilings. It was really cool, really hot. Um, and I got publicly whipped, and my legs are basically just a giant bruise right now. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I got whipped by some dude with like half a beard wearing a gold jacket and no pants. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. And like, I wasn't gonna do, like, I just wanted to go for like a minute, like, a, like you know, like, just a minute, because like, the girl before me was up there for the time, and then he explained it to me, like, the levels of like, the pain, this and that, and I was like, alright, sign me up, and I was on this fucking cross thing for like 20 minutes, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Wow. I, it was, it was very hot, and I am all bruises, and it was really cool, but yeah. <laughs> Not exactly a recent session, but my recent weird thing I did. That sounds incredible, Ariel. It was because it was also really cool because like the whole thing was like in an art gallery. It was very like hush hush, like you weren't allowed to know where it was. But it was like in an art gallery, and then there were all these like cool art things going on. It was like floors, and there were like DJs, and I don't know. It was, it was just really cool. It was like artsy and spiritually, but then like sexy, and everyone was dressed really like kind of like weird elegant so it was like everyone was just really like elegant fancy but also sexy and it was just like so freaking cool that's amazing yeah oh my god it was really cool but yeah cool. let me just check my notes because i feel like i had yeah i think i basically covered is there anything else is there any ways that like Anything that people say that you don't like, like, um, compliments that you don't like. That's a good way to end. Um, I really, let me think, I really hate when people, and I guess this, this has nothing to do with it. I just thought of it. I really hate when people ask a question and then say, or what at the end, because when I was living in Montclair, not Ben, but the other roommate, the really gross one, always would be like, so are you going to college or what? So are you going to work or what? So are you going to eat that food or what? And it's like, shut the fuck up. Um, it has this weird little bit of like, in my head, like a little bit of aggression, like, you go to school or what? Like, no, that's not the roommate that tried to even have to throw something, was it? Was he a roommate? Which, remember that? Oh, God. Um, the cop? You remember that guy? The one he that wanted to have a threesome with you. Yeah, yeah the cop. cop. And he kept... Yes. <laughs> he was like, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He was knocking on your door. And then, like, I opened up. And he was like, oh. And then, like, what do you, like, come back down? Or whatever. He was like, do you want to come upstairs? And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> what a... God, what a guy. I'm actually still friends with his... I don't know if they're even still together. I actively told her that she shouldn't be in a relationship with him, so I don't know. But, um, anyway. She seems so bouncy and meek, and then he was like, Argh. 
I liked her so much. She was the only reason that I liked them living there was because I really enjoyed her and I hated him. But I hate most men, so... <laughs> um... Uh, what about, um, <laughs> he can't say his name, but the li- the guy who I left the living room. <laughs> the what? Oh, I I just said his name. I I said Ben. I'm not. Oh. I'm, I'm not hiding that. <laughs> okay, Ben, my favorite. <laughs> anyway, keep going. So, oh yeah, you're saying what? Um, what else? Um, I don't. I- you go ahead. I was going to say that it's, it's funny because at least online, it comes up all the time, like 70% of people's opening messages are like, hey, do you want to do my makeup? And I'm uh. like, it's like, the thing is, it's, it's an obvious pickup line. It's like the obvious thing. I'm not going to say it in a way that's not like generic. Don't use the line. My dinner says I'm a makeup artist. So do you think that everybody has messaged me saying, do, can you do a makeup? And, like, no lie. Like, I've gotten actual, that one guy who literally for, like, five years has been inviting me, literally five years has been inviting me over. He actually wanted me to do his makeup, like, legit. I thought he was joking, but he actually wanted me to do his makeup. Oh. And in that case, I think that, I I feel like that could be like a really sexy thing, like putting makeup on a dude and then like, you know. But the opening lines are always can you do my makeup or um, I love your hair or can you do mine like that? Literally the other day like some guy messaged me about like, Ooh, can you dye my hair? And I was like, I can give you the name of my stylist and he was like, I was joking. It's like obviously. Like I can't, like just knock it off. Like people do the same compliments all the time. It's so fucking boring. Yeah, I get that. Um, I I mean, but sometimes I like it, it. You're right. It really it depends on the compliment and it depends on the person giving it. But like, I uh I really like when people compliment my bow tie because I have a bow tie tattoo and it's very obvious that I have it and it's in a really convenient place that like I wear dresses sometimes and the the tattoo is seen really well. I wear, I wear shirts that you can see the tattoo really well. And it's a good, it's a good compliment. It's a good starting place for people that don't know how to start talking to me. So I'm glad that people use mm-hmm. that if they need to use that as a crutch. Cause it is a compliment that I like because tattoos are a big thing for me. I'm getting, I'm going to start getting a bunch of them and it's important to me that they all mean something because you know opposite to what you said last week i can't get a meaningless tattoo it has to be something that is super meaningful and a bow tie has been meaningful to me since 2012 i mean god i had a guy come in the other day at the cafe and was like wow i really and it wasn't like he was hitting on me but he was like wow i really like your bow tie um and i was like thank you and he said have you been wearing them long and i felt i was like i've been wearing one every day since may of 2012 like that's a long time you know because that was the first time that we went to the steampunk world's fair and that's the first time that i bought a bow tie and i was like i'm actively going to change my style and i've been working yeah and i've been working on my style every day for those five years and it's changed dramatically over the course of it it used to just be suits and now i like do mac mixed matched uh 
patterns and stuff and it's great but like i really like that i can tell people like yeah i i have a very deep emotional connection to bow ties and that's why i have the tattoo and that's why i wear one every day and you know it's not just a thing it's not just a fun quirky thing it's it's something that's part of me and um always will be yeah i mean i like i like compliments about my hair i just don't like when they don't go anywhere yeah like if I that was that. only like you're like oh i like your hair because i've been dyeing my hair since i was 12 like you know i'm 27 i'm 12 so it is like a little bit like yeah you know i've always dyed my hair but like when they're just like like your hair and then there's nothing and they just i don't know it's just like that was the first thing that popped in their head obviously because it's bright and then they just don't have any follow-up that's when it annoys me yeah no i totally i totally agree on that um yeah yeah cool i feel like there are other things that would go more with this topic of ways that people hit on people just wrong but for some reason my brain is just not working right well that's fine because we're trying to Probably. keep our episode short so we're gonna end I it know. here anyway um, I know, but I want it to be, like, nice and well-rounded. But probably because I'm a cyborg today. It felt, round, it felt really well-rounded to me. All right. I feel like we both talked about things we like and things we don't like and ways to properly hit on people. So go out there into the world and compliment people with confidence, but do not approach people and tell them that you want to fuck them because then you're a piece of shit. And do not... Then go out of your way to not do that like it's been done a million times before and then use people to get something out of them like sex and then stop talking to them because then you're a fucker too. True. Just don't hide your intentions, honestly. Like we've said this before, like um, at least online, like if you just want to fuck people, just be upset about that. And annoying as hey, what a fuck messages are they're way better than basically trying to trick someone into thinking you want to talk or whatever. Because also, on, I've made friends with people off Tinder. You yeah. know, like, I've literally, like, made friends and, like, talked to people. So it doesn't just, it's not like it's an app that's just sex anymore. So if you're still thinking that, you're the fucking outdated one, you know? Like, you need to understand that everybody's not just, like, did you see somebody got, um, there was, like, those cases where somebody got, like, raped, and the guy was like, well, we met on Tinder, so obviously she wanted to have sex. And it's like, it, Tinder's been around for years, it's not what it's used for anymore. Everybody, like, you know people meet their husbands on this app now? Yeah. Like, literally, that was his defense. That she was on Tinder, so... That's literally, like... And it's basically this guy and this girl, this woman, me, and, you know, they they hit it off, and they're talking for a while, and they go out to dinner a few times, and then she's like, well, why don't you come over to my place, and I'll cook dinner, and she's prepping this dinner, and then he comes in, and he literally just, like, like pins her to the ground and takes advantage of her and then leaves and it is the worst Ugh. thing because you just think wow this is a really good romance and she really deserves this because she's had such a shitty a shitty thing with men going on in her past and then this happens and you're like all men really like all men suck all men fucking suck it's it's so distressing but yeah that's, that's one of the things too because that was one of the things we were going to say in here about like um going over people's apartments I had that in my notes because it's like 
people will invite you over to actually like I've invited people over before where it's just like oh do you want to you know actually hang out but it's like you have to I don't know I think for me I'm like do you want to actually you know hang out in a non-sexual way in my apartment you know Absolutely. or if you go over someone's apartment and it is that little bit of like are they are they in that outdated mentality where they think like um, you know, you would only invite me up if we're going to have sex, or is it, like, understand that hanging out, you know what I mean? But I guess that all just goes with, like, if they're a piece of shit or not. But it is that weird, you know. It is that weird. Anyway, yeah. um, check us out online. We have a Facebook group. We're posting some pictures of ourselves on the instagrams we have a twitter and it's all i look cuter on the internet just search us we're everywhere the twitter is ilcoti podcast and um join our group don't let don't let Kaneta chest be the only member because now i hate him and <laughs> um thank- you just hate him because Connecticut on his chest yeah i do <laughs> I mean, I already didn't know how to feel about him based on, like, you know, the, like what you said. Like, I, I read the messages wrong, too. Like, oh, I guess we could just meet whenever. You know, it seemed very passive-aggressive. And, and then I didn't have a date with him. So I'm still in the mentality that it was actually awful. So um, I I don't like him. But I now I like him less. Okay. He's actually very nice. But we've only gone on one date. And I can't tell if I hate people until the third date. Gotcha. Second day tomorrow. Like, Second you know. day tomorrow. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll let you know next episode how the Shrek date goes, and I will, okay. and Ariel will tell you about the update with this Kineta chest, so stay on the lookout for that. And, um, I'm Travis Love. <laughs> I'm Ariel Apathetic. And we should say it together. Okay. And, and we will d- date you next. <laughs> <laughs> Here we come. You're taking me out to dinner. (laughs) And you're paying. (laughs) Perfect. Let's talk about love in only the realest ways. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about hate. Let's talk about love. I know it's a little overplayed. Let's talk about love, 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 and our worst dates. Because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No! No, with your host Traps Love and Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet.